In a world with 100-watt candles, boy-stalking teenagers, and no privacy laws, one audience will be torn between cheering for the serial killer or Lisa. Hi, guy. You don't remember who I am, do you? I'm not sure. You think about it, and I'll call you later. There are a lot of bad movies out there. Listen as we try to find the ones that are so bad, they're actually good. Is it just bad? Or is it exceptionally bad? Bad movies with your friends. Bad movies with your friends. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Exceptionally Bad. I'm Bracken. I'm Nate. I'm Ben. I'm Brant. And I'm Danny. Hey, Danny. Hey. <laughs> hey, guys. So, hey, guys. <laughs> hey guys. Um, so, we just watched another movie. I, before we get, get to the movie tonight, um, we're in this, what are we in? We're in season four, the season of four seasons, uh-huh. and we're in, in the middle of our third se- mini season, which is Guilty Pleasures. Yes. Um, so, Ben did his Guilty Pleasure last time. I am doing my Guilty Pleasure this time. And before we get into our movie, which is a thriller or of such, uh-huh. I just want to ask if you guys have any favorite thrillers uh, or do you even like thrillers? Uh, and what is what would you consider a thriller? I do, if they're done right. I There's a few that, um, like, the first Scream, I know it's kind of a horror movie, but I, I feel like that classifies. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. I think that's a good one for me. Yeah, that's a classic. Okay. Yeah, thrillers blur the line between like there's a blurry line between horror and thriller right it's very broad thrillers yeah yeah. uh i don't know if i have a favorite but one that i really enjoy lately is hush have you seen that Mm -mm. is that the one with gwyneth paltrow no this is a um a woman who's deaf and she's out in her house out in the woods all alone and a serial killer's trying to break in she can't hear him and he's trying to break in and, and oh, kill her. Okay. Yeah. And it's the challenges that she has of trying to survive him without being able to hear. Yes. And okay. it's okay. it's terrifying oh. because the whole time you can see You're him doing things. For her. He's not even like not even trying to hide his sound, right? And she just doesn't know. Oh, interesting. It's extremely this uh, is post- anxiety unnerving. This was post a quiet place, I'm I'm guessing. Uh it probably was. It's recently yeah. within it the might last be couple a quiet of place years. too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There was a thriller, by the way, in the 90s with Gwyneth Paltrow called Hush, just oh, okay. FYI. But um, that would probably be also a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Danny, how about you? I do not like thrillers. Okay. How, how'd you do tonight? Were you but okay? It, I mean, okay. are you going to have nightmares? It was really fun. Okay, I we'll, we'll get more into that. Okay, yeah. how about you, Nate? You, you know, when I think of the thrillers I like, I think more, more like legal thrillers. So like the client, uh, a few good men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, uh, so I know that thriller kind of, kind of crosses the fence into horror stuff. Yeah, those those just really aren't my bag. So like I I'm sure there are a lot of great ones. Brant and I were talking about like how I'd like the cabin in the woods. It's just I just haven't seen it because it's usually not my thing. Yeah, yeah. That that term is very broad, right? Mm-hmm. I, when I when I think of the word thriller, I think of something like The Firm rather mm-hmm. than right. a horror mm-hmm. movie, which yeah. is very more specific. But yet, 
a subcategory of what a thriller is, right? Yeah. So, like Made in Manhattan or something. <laughs> yes. Wait, we said not horror. It's like a <laughs> subcategory. Would you that. call? Would you call the Bird Box? That so that's the that's another thriller horror thriller. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could call a thriller a. Or you could call a movie a thriller if it's the kind that has you like on the edge of your seat with anxiety through the majority of the film, yeah. right? Yeah. Whether it's because of horror or because of um, so dramatic say, action or something. Did you something. say Birdemic was a thriller? <laughs> I was I on was, the edge of my seat. I was thrilled. I was, I was very anxious. <laughs> I think it was intended to be a thriller, for sure. Yeah, I think it was intended true. to be. <laughs> Well, there's also Michael Jackson's thriller. I mean, that's yes, everyone's true. Favorite. Well, that's right. the best thriller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when it's specifically called thriller. Well, anyway, um, thanks, guys. Uh, so I, we, I've already shared a couple of guilty pleasures mm-hmm. on the podcast. So Xanadu is a, a notorious yeah, one. Yeah. One of our earlier episodes Super with Supergirl was yeah. a, a, definitely a guilty pleasure of mine. And tonight you get to, you got to watch Lisa with me. Yeah. So a, another guilty pleasure. So I was kind of on the fence when I picked this. There was a couple other candidates I was thinking of. Uh, I just was really like, what else am I guilty of enjoying? But uh, there, uh, just a shout out to a movie called The, the Roommate, which is a little bit more recent. Uh, that is just uh, also a thriller. That's very. Um, so bad it's good kind of a kind of a thing <laughs> so i mean very formulaic um not nothing like groundbreaking but yeah. so i got a question out you mentioned those three together <laughs> yeah. in xanadu is there anyone that wears a girl's school uniform <laughs> because you got that in supergirl and in lisa that's true there is some crossover there they all uh, have one name Titles also one word name titles. There were no flying coconuts in this movie. That's so, true. So yeah, um, which is very unfortunate. Growth of no bumper flowers. cars. Or oh, there were like, flowers though. There were there flowers. were flowers. Yeah, yep. that's true. Yes, interesting. That's Brant what it is. The flowers that ties it all together. <laughs> I'm really glad you chose this one. I don't know those other one, other movies, but this was like a really fun. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Like, you haven't bracket? seen. Supergirl? No, no, or no. Xanadu? I mean, yeah, or Xanadu? Oh, the, uh, the, the, room, the roommate? The roommate, yeah. Roommate, yeah. yeah. Okay. I just... Well, maybe that, that'll that be another episode yeah. at some point in the future. Bracken, your, your personality is like the greatest enigma of us all, I think. Like, and to see these glimpses into you, just... I mean, every time we, we have a podcast, is not your favorite part seeing... What part of Bracken? Bracken, Bracken is like if you were to take a Venn diagram of like forty different circles, <laughs> overlap them all, and you know most people fall into the middle. It's like all of the white space around it. That's Bracken's. That's Bracken's sweet spot. And we just love you for it. And I'm just like, it made me so happy that this was the one. Awesome. Well, there's, there's no doubt that your guilty pleasure movies have been. Uh, quite enjoyable so. yeah well yeah. I, I hope you guys enjoyed this one we'll get into that a little yeah. bit more it was a blast this movie so a lot of people are gonna know what is lisa i have never even heard of lisa so this movie came out in 1990 before we'll get into the plot line in just a second but i went and saw this movie in the theater when it came out i remember seeing a commercial for it or something and i wanted i'm like oh it's a thriller and and i didn't see a lot of r-rated movies as a kid i wasn't allowed and and this was a thriller that was PG-13, and I was like, I'm there. So mm-hmm. I went and saw it, 
And as I was preparing for this episode, I was noticing the notes that said basically that this movie was released. It was initially supposed to be on VHS, mm-hmm. but the Gary Sherman, who that directed uh, Poltergeist three, also directed this movie after a couple years after that movie, talked the studio into re- releasing this. Indeed. He thought it was good enough for uh, <laughs> wide release. And hey, Brant, shaking he his head. He was wrong. <laughs> they, they thought it was. It was. It was released in about four hundred uh, theaters for a okay. week, and it made four point one million dollars in oh. like a week's release. Mm-hmm. And then I think the studio pulled it. So I must have been one of the lucky few people mm-hmm. that went and saw it that first opening week. That's not yeah. even enough to rent the boat for a boat crash. Mm-mm. No. I you mean, I don't know what adjusted out. for inflation, but it is 1990, and that's speed two would have been, I mean, seven years later, maybe. Yeah. So it's not much of a difference on inflation, but. I was just looking to see what other movies it was going up against. And I don't know, yeah, like, probably. specifically, month, but that year, Total Recall, Hunt for Red October, um, Goodfellas, Cruise Con- or Days of Thunder. I'm sorry, I stand corrected. This was released on 200 theaters over a weekend. Wow. So, not 400 um, nation, nationwide. So Well, at least they got the release. You should yeah. start that a made Facebook it, uh, group and try to Academy gather. Academy Awards eligible. So, that's a good thing they got that in there so that it could so have its... the soundtrack for sure. <laughs> Everybody knows that I'm horrible at recapping plots. I like to do like a two-second plot line, okay? Girl... Like guys stalking, and then there's stabbing and serial killer, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> that's, that's about right. Does anybody want to like actually give a better recap of this storyline? I'll give it a go. go okay. <laughs> Lisa and her friend doesn't matter. Catherine. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. Matter. Wendy. 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 Um, no, no, it kind of does because Wendy is a, a bit of a voice of reason. Um, isn't everybody though? Yeah. Besides. Yeah. Besides Lisa. Right. Lisa. Maybe yeah. even Richard is. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so they're your typical, like, for, for 14, 14 yeah. year old teen. They're, they're just starting to like boys. They're kind of boy crazy. Uh, Lisa's not allowed to date. Seems like it's an, they go to an all girls school. To a, so yeah, it's not like they go to an all girls Catholic school. Because yeah. um, there was a nun in one, one scene. Yeah, and they're in uh, uni- uniforms. Um, yeah. And so. Wendy gets asked on a date, and there wants to be a double date, but Lisa's mom doesn't allow her to date. And, and to her credit, she doesn't want to go against her mom. Um, but they they have this hobby of they see a handsome man, and they do like a... So it's a Polaroid camera, because this is 1990. It's a, essentially like a, a sneak selfie, like a surprise selfie. <laughs> and she jots down the their license plate numbers, and through manipulation gets their information and so she has a binder you guys remember when uh, Mitt Romney said he had binders full of women so she has <laughs> she has a, a binder full of guys that she's crushing on with a Polaroid picture of them together uh, I think on the front it said Ben's wallet but, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. but um, nice. so that's, what, that's one of the things that they do. I don't think J-Lo was in this book. <laughs> <laughs> or Mariah Carey. Or Mariah Carey. Yeah. It was creepy, but... 
So yeah, I was more like here. Sorry, you didn't ever. It wasn't J Lo. Sorry. Uh, she encounters Richard, the spoiler alert, serial killer, randomly on the street, and he's of course handsome. So of course she memorizes his license plate number, <laughs> gets hold of his. <laughs> gets hold of his info becomes obsessed she yeah. obsessed stalks him mm-hmm. and gets the crazy idea in her head that he should date her mom um because he well she has a series of phone calls with him where they get her quote-unquote closer yeah in these conversations so he has she has the crazy idea for him to date her mother and then she gets upset when he thinks that she's her mother and she runs off with wendy and her family to a weekend retreat that she wasn't supposed to go to comes back. Richard turns out to be this guy that stalks women, leaves them a voicemail message saying it's Richard. I'm in your house and I'm going to kill you. And then, I mean, he spoils it for them because he <laughs> tells them he's going to kill him. Yeah. He kills them. He has these amazingly bright candles. Um, <laughs> and he eventually breaks into their house to kill and then he finds the Ben's wallet, and it's got it open up like looking like a wedding registry thing on yeah. the table in her room. And he's gonna kill her and her mom, and then they defeat him, and that's that's the end. That's the end. Like they don't Lessons even learned. They, they don't even really. It ends right then, yep. right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff happens in between, but that's basically what happens. She stalks a bunch of guys, stalks him, he stalks her back. Yeah. And. I, yeah. I when I thought when he discovered the book, I thought maybe they he'd be like, "Look, I'll be your teacher, and you can be my I'll yeah. be your mentor, and you can be my protege." Yeah, right. It's kind of like, did you guys ever watch Dexter? Yeah, man. So it's like I, it's about halfway through the series, he meets another serial right. killer, yeah. and they hook up for a bit. So I yeah. was like, maybe <laughs> yeah. Richard, right? And the fourteen-year-old girl. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Who's in this? So we've got. Um, the girl Lisa Lisa Holland character played by Stacy Keenan from you'll, you'll know her from uh, my two dads she's yeah. the girl and with step the by two step, dads but yeah mostly known from my two oh two yeah dads. and step by step uh, the mom is played by Cheryl Ladd from Charlie's Angels the you know uh, fame mm-hmm. has her own clothing line yes she does um, that's that's where I know her from from Mervins. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, the serial killer, is uh, D.W. Moffat. Uh, I don't know if any of you recognized him. I didn't uh, really know. He, he, he just feels like '90s familiar. Yeah. <laughs> like he looks yeah. like every '90s guy. Like 90s he was in Tropic guy. and Stealing Beauty, uh, Falling Down, Friday Night Lights, the TV show. He was on and Friday Night Lights. He was. Mm. Um. Mm. Wendy Marks was. I do remember Wendy Marks from. Uh, the Twilight Zone, the movie. I feel like she was one of the kids when the uh, they're in the old folks' home and the people get uh, turned. Who is she? Young. That's uh, the be- oh, the she's best her friend. her best friend. Yeah, okay, yeah, Wendy Marks, and she was also in Life oh. Goes On and some you know had some single appearances on oh, shows right. like Punky Family Brewster and things like that. And stuff, yeah. So, yeah. She she, I constantly felt like I recognized her, but I could never place where yes. it was. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's why, because she was like on everything for an episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, her dad was played by Jeffrey Tambor, so you'd know him from uh, 
well, originally the Ropers, which was a big spinoff of the um, Three's Company, yeah. and then of course Arrested Development, and now Transparent, and he's you know got over two hundred acting credits. Who is to his he name. on Hellboy? I can't remember. I don't know. Whatever. It's been a while since I've seen that. Eden Gross played uh, Wendy's younger brother, and he had uh, a lot of. He's done a lot of voice work in like all the child's play, the original three movies, mm-hmm. playing the good voice of good Chucky. From the commercials. From the commercials yeah. and things like that, and done lo- lots of voiceover work over the years. Um, and uh, Julie Cobb and uh, a couple other people. Um, Julie Cobb played the m- mother of Wendy. She also played her mother in Life Goes On, so I thought that was interesting. Um yeah, so what were some of your thoughts uh, on the cast or the movie? I I will say for a thriller, I thought it was going somewhere else. <laughs> I'll be honest. I kept expecting... So I, I will say the, to its credit, yeah. I I kept... I, I felt like I kept getting led road, down one road. And it turns out... And then like it, was, I agree. it was the completely predictable... <laughs> obvious thing that was going to happen the whole time but like they kept dropping all these weird hints and like we've got things. a twist here get ready for the I know. twist like maybe i'm just programmed after and like Shyamalan and all those other movies i was like i'm reading between the lines i know where you're going with this and <laughs> nope very on the nose like, the twist is there's no twist <laughs> yeah. were you expecting the mom's like mysterious guy that she's been dating to have been so you missed the first bit of the right. movie you do actually meet him it's not oh him. okay yeah. i thought it was mysterious he, she okay. kind of uses her daughter as an excuse to get out of going on a date with him uh, he seems like he wants to hook up i see well he was just like i'll meet her like maybe we'll be close like mm-hmm. all of my previous girlfriends had daughters yeah <laughs> it was just a weird <laughs> statement yeah he's like i've dated i've started? dated women with kids oh my gosh but she's like how did that end <laughs> <laughs> You're still dating. Like, that's that's my point. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, he doesn't come back in the movie at all. Never. No. Uh, you know, one thing that stood out to me is I think that uh, the the scenes with the mom, for the most part, are pretty realistic. Yeah. And she's Very actually lying. a parent trying to parent. Yeah. And it's and saying not... things and doing things that an actual parent would do. Logical. Logical. Like, yeah. Right. Though she doesn't quite understand the like psychotic nature of her daughter right yeah she's the daughter's done a very good job of keeping that secret yeah i mean it it's so funny because you know that when they made this movie they did not intend for the daughter to seem psychotic psychotic and and dangerous (laughs) right probably just supposed to be just a 14 year old girl who's making dumb decisions just making innocent probably like she's just boy crazy making mistakes but you can just see that it's like wow she's really very close to just stepping over the edge to be being something way worse i mean we made the comment several times during the movie it felt like the crush with alicia silverstone yep got very similar vibes with just her behavior she just did like just this side of that line right. where she went inappropriate and yep. got crazy so what are some Fatal of the things attraction. that she does right because we kind of glossed over she so it starts with her book right yeah. which is i mean it is weird to have a whole book like that is it ben <laughs> <laughs> and one picture of Mariah Carey. <laughs> it's weird to have a book. It's okay to have a trifold wallet. <laughs> so I mean, then, she does start calling him. Yeah. Right? Well, so 
to put his picture in the book. Okay, that's one step. And yeah. then it's like, look up his driver's license, or, or sorry, his uh, license plate. Yeah. Find out who he is, and then actually reach out and call him. Yeah. And then do it again and again and have conversations pretending to be someone else. Even when she's out of town. Yeah. Yeah. Like she can't stop. Oh, yeah, she can't. She can't stay away. And they follow him to where he works. Mm-hmm. So he, he's in a tuxedo, and she, yep. they find out that he works at a restaurant and is the maitre d'. And... Then she goes to his house and climbs in his car. Oh, yeah. that's right. And pretends to be on a date with him when she gets trapped in the car and then goes on a little trip with him. He doesn't know. Let, let me ask you this. Like The one part that I felt that was really just unrealistic is... Have you ever talked to a 14-year-old girl on the phone and thought, that's a grown woman? <laughs> like, even once? Right. Hey, look, she ordered a, a vodka. Uh-huh. And the guy didn't even question. I mean, she does start every conversation with, hey, hey guy. guy. <laughs> so, I mean, I get it. I mean, otherwise, it'd be, hey, boy. So, I, I can understand, actually, now. I take that back. She does supposedly deepen her voice. Hey, to fellow yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, hey, fellow yeah. youth. Yeah, that's good Okay, interesting. Yeah, so she does cross the line a little bit. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. Like, that's I crazy. Know, I think she left the line way behind. Yeah. yeah. But does she does she come across as crazy in the movie? No. Just stupid or behavior. Just very yeah. poor choices. Yeah, right. Being you silly. You kind of start bad. to cheer for Richard a little bit. Yeah? yeah. So, yeah, where is he coming from? I mean, what, where, where do you see... <laughs> well, so, we don't really learn much about him. Mm-mm. Like, he's... He's fairly successful. He's just a. He's like your stock. You know, like a lot. Most of the Marvel villains are just kind of your stock villain. Yeah. Like he's your stock villain. He's just a serial killer. You don't need to know anything else about him. Yeah. Is that, mm-hmm. is that he? His very minimalistic apartment. Yeah. He follows yeah. women around. He smokes cigarettes. Smokes a lot. He has mm-hmm. a gray. Cher- I'll keep talking about the Cherokee. Yeah. Uh, dark. Cherokee. <laughs> uh, Jeep Cherokee. Goes to the dry cleaner. I mean, he's just. <laughs> I mean, you you don't know anything about him. Like, and he, he really likes, you know, uh, he collects recorders. He, he yeah. collects the cassette answering tapes machines. Jesus, it's machines. been so long. I can't even remember what they're called. <laughs> what well, What do you think he would do if he? Hey, do we need to tell some of our younger audience even what an answering machine is? Do it, and also explain why this movie could never exist today. <laughs> okay, so start so with the answering this machine. The yeah. movie was made in 1990, uh-huh. so pre cell phones. That's right. Uh, Everything was connected to the wall if it was a phone. <laughs> Before cell phones, there was a time when you would call and you could actually, um, your voicemail was recorded not on a device. It was actually recorded like on your voice cassette tape no but pr- no it was like then. this is before this is after cassette tapes that you would just call and it would there was a some service. recording service yeah. Oh, yeah. so recording there'd be no service. physical but before right. that there was actual tape decks mm-hmm. with cassette tapes that would actually you could record your message on you'd come home and it would have a number that would show you how blinking. many mm-hmm. how many new messages you had and then yeah. you hit the button and it beeps and then you listen to the messages and that, that was actually used in a lot of rom-coms as a sad thing when the the, the attractive woman who would come home and she's like oh, oh zero no messages, messages. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the scene in batman returns with michelle pfeiffer and she's coming into her apartment and, yes and her mom's left her a message and yeah. she's going yeah. crazy yeah. i got a fun voice mail or voice message story really yeah well it's not maybe it's not but um <laughs> so we had you know we had an answering machine and uh I recorded the message where it was something along the lines of, 
Hello? Hello? Oh, man. Uh, I hate No, he's not here right now. Leave a message. And my dad got so mad. I bet. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just your dad? (laughs) He's the only one that said anything because he told me to immediately. (laughs) After he fell for it, he told me to immediately (laughs) change it. And, you know, because I was probably 13 or 14. and, And you thought it was hilarious. And I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I wasn't like looking at people's license plates or anything. Right. But, you know. <laughs> He's like, hello? Hello? Please leave your license plate number. <laughs> hello? <laughs> the beep. Turn around. <laughs> I'm here to kill you. Okay, so what are some other reasons why this could ne- this movie could uh, never be made today? So because the, they were just the phones that are plugged in, there was no caller ID. No caller ID. Right. No so Star 69. You didn't know who it was. Yeah. yeah. Star 69, which was the precursor where you could just call back whoever called you. Yeah. Um, there were phone booths. Yeah, right. <laughs> he um, needed change to use the phone. People actually yeah. remembered phone numbers. That's true. So she's constantly dialing that number. Yeah. Oh my gosh. One of my favorite scenes in this is when she was talking, was she talking to Richard or to her mom? And she's got this big bulky phone. Uh, it was like a oh, one right. that you sit on the counter. Yeah. And she's holding the whole thing against her. And she's got about... 25 feet of phone cord yeah. not not the spiral one but the one that goes from the phone to the wall she's got like 25 feet of it all wrapped up in her hands and as she's talking she's like looping it and stuff and i was just like oh my gosh that is so you know she's walking all around the room with yeah. this thing that was crazy the spiral cords were the worst though yeah. they get all Always tangled get up tangled. and then you can un- yeah. Never yeah. untangle them yeah i think they sh- well if you want to I think they should remake this movie and do the twist where she is then a serial into, killer. Yeah, a serial killer and like freaks him out. I just think that would be a really fun <laughs> That would be twist. a twist that would be I feel like there would be a great payoff of that. Yeah. Exactly. Like he shows up to kill the mom and the mom's out of town. There's there's plastic all Lisa. over the walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like what's going on? <laughs> I just, yeah, and then she, and then all he hears all is, the, "Hey, guy." Yeah. <laughs> no, she's like, "Alexa, play my murder mix." <laughs> <laughs> murder mix. Nice. <laughs> oh, sorry, Alexa's listening. <laughs> she's like, "Oh, like, what did she say?" <laughs> she's like. I'm sorry, but your murder mix isn't available right now. Would you like to subscribe to? I'm to reporting premium? you to the police. <laughs> oh. Oh. I, play the hey guy. Mix. Yeah. <laughs> so, there were a lot of. Sorry, yeah, no, I was going to ask you questions, but yeah, go, go, go for it. Uh, uh, just that there were a lot of things to make to laugh about in this movie, like the Maybelline, the uh, oh, the candles. The Maybelline wasn't in it. That was someone's comment. Yeah, yeah that's. I mean, that's yeah. like the things that we were able to come up with. Like, oh, you yeah. know, you side enjoy it. Yes. Made up plots are one of the fun things yes. about yes. movies. Yep. This was really fun because you could make up. It was, it was ambiguous and open enough that there was plenty of room yeah. for us to insert yeah. our own storylines. Yeah. yeah. So did you find that the movie was suspenseful at all? I, I think in the wrong way. Like I said, it was suspenseful because I kept waiting for Richard to get it. Like Lisa was going to show up. She was going to cross a line yeah. and like, she was going to reach, you know, in the Jeep when she's hiding, reach with the seatbelt and like ah, choke him out in the car. Or something. And then just like whisper in his ear. 
Hey guys. Hey guys. <laughs> My name is Lisa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but but generally no, because it was like it was it was so obvious what was happening. Like mm-hmm. it telegraphed everything, and I think that's why I kept expecting something else is because it was yeah. so on the nose this movie is not rocket science <laughs> yeah no. it's pretty straightforward it, it it what you see is what you get yeah. yeah i it really felt a lot to me like uh a hallmark movie mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean it did <laughs> or like a <laughs> lifetime movie. a lifetime movie yes, right that's absolutely. what it felt like yeah and i was like oh yeah this is yeah, this is the Lifetime yes. movie. My brother's boyfriend's sister is a killer, but he doesn't know about it. Part two. Until he buys candles. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. life do Lifetime movies have like murder? Yeah, they oh, do. Oh, there's stalker. Yeah. There, you fall in love with the stalker guy. Yes, and that's he's right. crazy. It's all like the TV time. for women who like watching abuse. I think is yeah, like that's the tagline right. for the channel. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we have we got to put a disclaimer there. <laughs> Get sued or Do something. you have a stable marriage and, and yearn for some abuse? Uh, oh. Do you not have enough dysfunction in your life? Watch Lisa. Oh, it is very much in that genre. Nothing, nothing uh, overly promoting or elevating as far as production value. Like I think you guys were all mentioning how. A lot of the movie, there are close-ups or medium shots of everyone's face. You don't see a lot of the apartment or the sets or anything. It doesn't need it, but it also doesn't have like a rich, high-budget feel to the movie. It was. I think you got less of the close-up face shots as the movie went along, but there were a lot. Yeah. Yeah. At the very beginning, it was like just barely below chin mm-hmm. to just barely a top of head and even when there was two people in 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 uh on screen they were stacked in such a way that oh. that's all you were looking at so it was just weird to i don't know it felt way too close wait when you're making dinner you're not standing shoulder to shoulder with your, with your wife. <laughs> in no so from like a film cinematography perspective is that a general like method to build suspense is really close shots so it is a way to build suspense because you can't see what's going on around Mm -hmm. i mean when they're having dialogue scenes and they're talking in the kitchen and they're cutting back and forth between the two you don't really need you know Mm close-ups um and you don't necessarily need to see the entire room but um i think a lot of that was budget but Mm -hmm. when you see her come in the apartment door uh midway through and you see a wide shot but then that last scene where the very night where he's in the, the mm-hmm. apartment you you open the door there is a tight shot on right. her because you're like you don't know what's, don't know going, what's on, going on and it's dark and you're it makes you uncomfortable as the viewer because you want to know what where he is so right? i will say that some of the framing uh when the mom comes home at the end and she hears the the message from richard and she's there. Now, we have seen the previous murders. The woman hits the message. Here's the thing that says, Hello, this is Richard. I'm in your apartment. I'm here to kill you. And he's standing right behind them as mm-hmm. this happens, right? The mom is there. She listens to it. And they're framed uh, not super close on her. It's it's a medium shot. And 
But it leaves enough room. But she's room framed off to the side them. that you expect that as soon as she steps to the side, you're going to mm-hmm. see him standing there. And it just kept happening. And I did feel the tension in that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was intentional. Um, like if they were trying for that. It certainly gave me that. And it kept being the kind of thing where he's just going to be standing right there and he yeah. wasn't. you know. And then they get another angle from her and he's going to be right there. Nope, he's not. So that you know, built some that tension was successfully for me. done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so... I mean, do you remember in Birdemic <laughs> when they're at the restaurant? Yeah. And it just yeah, kept the... being like close-up face shot of him, and then a close-up face shot line. of her. Yeah. And it's and one of them you can hear, and one of them you can't. Yes, right. <laughs> because uh, they only had the microphone like on the camera or something. <laughs> yeah. So that that was a way to that. build the tension <laughs> in that movie because the birds hadn't started. <laughs> their attack yet it did feel very much like they were like is hanging with my family gonna bring everybody's mood up too much and so they decided to go yeah it was it was brilliant it was unnerving it was ben to your point it was kind of like when you see horror movies and you know it's like a poltergeist or or something Uh like that and it, there's that classic i'm in the bathroom looking at myself yeah. in the mirror and, and i open the mirror to reach in yeah. something and like that jump scare has happened so many times Even that when, when they you don't expect it yeah yeah and so so now the anticipation is and, enough yeah and so and then they now they've gone counter that so like yeah. now everybody just closes the mirror nothing's there yeah and the music goes it builds up right? and then nothing and happens then nothing yeah happens well <laughs> the only thing that gave that away is the crazy guitar riffs hadn't started that's yet. true, that's true. <laughs> What's funny though is because like they telegraphed that as well because so we called that out. It was yeah. like, well, where's the guitar? Like, I need some so murder. Who, right wants now. To, who wants to explain that? Can we talk about the the? We can talk about the music like maybe after we take a quick break. Oh yeah. Hey guy, welcome back. <laughs> so let's talk about the music. Okay, so what was going on with the uh, guitar riff? So when ever whenever Richard was out doing his thing and killing ladies, like um, (laughs) it would be, I don't know, I'm not, I don't know a ton about music, but I feel like I could play that part of the soundtrack because it's just like one really long chord. It's one one (laughs) string on a guitar, an electric guitar, and yeah. So He's it's just like pressing it, wiggling it, and then wobbling the whammy bar, and it's just like it's almost like if you put the electric guitar upside down and just like dragged it over somebody. <laughs> yes, <right. laughs> Zero yes. melody to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. What were they trying to do with that? I mean, well, it was uh, they must have watched Halloween three and got an idea <laughs> that hey, if you just do really annoying, loud, high pitched noises. It bugs people. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be the Jaws. Dum, dum, oh, man. You know, like, yes, but make you the, uh, uneasy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was uneasy, but not for but that. Not for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. It was right. more of a, out of annoyance. Because it would go on for a long time. It's like the one chord. Yeah. Yeah. And then it did that feel died. very 1990s, too. I don't know why. I mean, there was yeah. no melody to it, but the sound the was just kind of It was like 90s. listening to The Wild Stallions. When they first formed their band. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's kind of what it did. I think he was trying to make you uncomfortable and not not uh, enjoy the, the scene where he's trying right. to 
inflict pain on the woman and yeah. Yeah. all that, which I think it did. It, it did. Like, we could all it, feel it was the pain also a little, together. Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe not the best choice, but it was certainly. I can see what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, Poltergeist Three, the music guy, John Renzetti. Yeah, a lot or of Joe the people Renzetti. that worked on Poltergeist Three worked on this movie. I'll, I'll tell you, the producer and uh, director, writer. Um, you Gary mentioned Sherman. that they wanted to do this in Chicago. They did. Uh, I think they d- ended up not doing it for budget concerns, and so. You sure it's not because they weren't banned? Well, he was wanting to do. Yeah, I think that was a good. That was a good uh. zinger. I, I think. <laughs> I, I think he wanted to do the movie in Chicago because there's not a lot of apart. There's a lot of apartments in Chicago. They're lofts. And okay. they wanted this to be a loft apartment. Yeah. Right? But, yeah, Nate made the point that, you know, after Poltergeist 3, are you sure Gary Sherman wasn't banned from Chicago? And I'm like, yeah, fair point. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I had that, that was, on the floor before. That was set in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> that joke, that joke, killed, that joke killed before we started recording. <laughs> it's no cheese puffs, Nate. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Yeah. Um, so they set it, of course, of all places, like near Venice Beach in L.A., which usually doesn't have loft apartments. Down yeah, by the Flower District. Yeah, right by the, <laughs> the Flower District in, um, what was that movie? Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, okay, any other thoughts? So, I, I love this movie because I find that it's like a slow burn yeah. Like you you kind of know what's going to happen like in all thrillers. Mm-hmm. You see you you could see the storyline from the you know after the first scene. Right. And you kind of okay, where you know, let's let's go on this bus ride to, w- to where we're going to go. And so it's a fun ride for for me, but so, I, I it's I feel guilty about it. I know it's a bad movie. <laughs> okay? I love this movie. I know it's a guilty pleasure. I I'm going to own it. So I, I asked this earlier and you explained a little bit, like, where's the pleasure for you? <laughs> uh, like I said, it's the slow burn. Uh... I'm thinking how you love Hitchcock. Yeah. And so I think it's like He's in that slower for sure. That whole suspect, that whole thriller. It's a Hitchcockian. It's a lower grade Hitchcock right. movie. It's somebody's attempt. It's, it's even like a below Brian De Palma Hitchcock movie, if you know what I mean. Um, is, is this a sure don't. You're, you're actively watching, or is this a it's at the back of Bracken's party kind of slow burn? Um, I did share this with one of my daughters maybe a month or so ago. Okay, and because we found that it was available on Amazon Prime. Yeah, which was another reason I'm like, hey, it's it's available on Amazon Prime. Why not cover it? Right. Um. So they watched it with me and. We're like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. So, was it? Was it like? I think for younger kids, which is when I first saw this movie, it's it it's a good thriller, right? You know, and then as an adult, you're like, yeah, this isn't that good. And you showed this to your daughters who are kind of preparing to get into dating. Who wanted to go dating? So it's yeah. like a, that, right. yeah. Yeah. it's to scare them. Yes, don't stalk. You saw don't one of stalk them guys that are driving. Jeep it's a morality <laughs> tale. Don't stalk people. So you watch so your body and you when you're hitting puberty, and then you watch Lisa when you're getting ready to start date people. <laughs> what, you, what happened? To... 
Bracken was sitting in his living room and he looked out the window and noticed one of his daughter was jotting down license plate numbers. And he's like, it's time. You gotta get Lisa out. <laughs> You'll all hit that time if you have teenage daughters. Or... This will teach you. And they start carrying around notebooks. Oh, man. Your, your daughters are going around to their friends. Have your dad, has your dad had the Lisa talk with you yet? <laughs> Did you get your trapper keeper taken away too? <laughs> where where do you buy a secondhand Polaroid camera? <laughs> oh man! No, no, no one's gonna get the jokes because no one's ever seen this movie. But, I know. Go see. I, we're, it. Enjoying it. we're enjoying it. It's on Amazon Prime right now. Yeah. So part of the part of the guilty pleasure, I think we asked Ben too, is. So how frequently um, would you say you watch it? Uh, I've probably, over the, since the time I very first saw it, I've probably seen it maybe five or six mm-hmm. times. Okay. How many daughters do you have? <laughs> I've got four. <laughs> do you typically see that about two years apart? <laughs> I do. Another, another 18 months. It was super weird, and but <laughs> I will say, like we were having fun with it. Like, oh yeah, definitely. I think our favorite thing watching these stupid movies is layering on crazy plots of because stuff. of just something they just leave dangling threads, and we yank on those threads, yeah. and then we write our own stories about that. <laughs> right. There are so many dangling yeah. threads in this yes. movie. Does anybody want to like talk about one of our our plots, Danny? You oh. mentioned about murder or Maybelline. Yes, there was the like. The gym girl that gets killed. Yeah. Is that when that, that's yeah. what happens? Mm-hmm. Well, then at the end, too. I don't know how to say that as a plot, but it was more of an ad, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. Oh, I, I think it's because the woman, the gym girl that gets killed, I, I think she says her name, but I it doesn't matter. Like, because she's in, like, a scene. It was yeah. Judy. Okay. Wow. It was written on his cassette. So that's the only oh, reason okay. I know. Okay. <laughs> So he's he's doing a very poor job of choking her, yeah. of strangling her. Like that was another point of contention we all had. Is he sucks at his job. Yeah, because like, the whole time that they're being choked, this is what they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, you're breathing and making noise. You obviously are not being choked. Yeah. <laughs> so she's been crying, and you can see the mascara running down her cheek. Yes. And so I was like, oh. Rookie mistake, you gotta get that waterproof mascara. And then we're like, maybe it's murder. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> exactly. I loved that. Sometimes our humor is a little dark. Yeah, yeah. it is. That's oh, true. it often is. Because it's yeah. usually... So oftentimes, it's a movie we turn into a serial killer, right? Like, yeah. that's the yeah. meetup. So then, then when then we finally have one and he's bad at it, it kind of makes you mad. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> come on. And that's... The, I mean, my favorite one is the her turning into a serial killer. Yeah. I yeah. think that... Yeah. Well, she was heading that way. Yeah. So I like the little she, twist at the end where you know they are in the apartment and they they finally uh, get, he gets stabbed and they get mace in his eyes and then they run into her room and they lock the door and she's like, "Quick, call the police!" And so this like a couple scenes before, um, 
Lisa gets in trouble with her mom because she's just been kind of talking back and being rude. Oh, she's talking yeah. to forty-year-old murderers. And well, well mom her doesn't mom even doesn't even know, know about yet. that, but she was very really, hurtful comments. She was yeah. getting into stuff with her mom, and so her mom grounded her and took the phone out of her room. So she's all. This was all set up for this last scene. Mm-hmm. So they run into the room, and she's like, "Quick, Lock call the, the police!" Yeah, yeah, she locks the door. She's like, "Quick, call the police!" And she's like, and she starts crying. She's like, "I can't. You took my phone out." Yeah. It's just like, I I found the humor in that. Yes. You know, it, it's just kind of like, oh man, you're like, yes, you know, yeah. like this. It all goes back. Good parent. This all yeah. goes back to the moral tale of the <laughs> dating and all the parenting right. and all the things that have been going on through this whole movie. It's culminating here, and now the serial killer is in the living room. And what are you going to do? You yeah, grounded her. You yeah. know? What did you think about his acting? That, so, those, that end his scene. post-mace acting? Yeah, his, his post-mace acting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I thought it was fine. I thought you guys were... I mean, I, it was pretty obvious that they were going to try and uh, get him out the window. Yeah. And, of course, he goes right to the window. Uh, but he can't see because his eyes have kind of closed over. They're all swollen. With, with the mace. And I mean, so she hits him... He's like... Square in the eyes. Yeah. From yeah. about an f- inch or two away. Yeah. Like. He, she, she has a baseball bat, luckily. And, but, um, you know, he's like trying to pull down his eyes just to yeah. open his eyes so he can see. And he's got a... You know, a butcher's knife. He's swinging it around. And... Is that what got him nominated for Best Supporting Actor? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he was robbed that year. I think it was the way he fell out the window. Yeah. yeah. Where he drops the knife as he falls. Yes. And then he, it's back in his hand. Miraculously back in his hand. Yeah. I, just, I loved how quickly, like, he was scared. Like, he kept on looking around yeah we're trying to I just look thought that was so funny <laughs> yeah we're yeah, yeah. trying to look and i mean yeah he had one hand like on his cheek yeah. pulling down his bottom eyelid so that he could see out of it yeah and then he had the knife in the, in other, the other hand yeah, yeah don't you they could have the girls could have had a lot of like one-liners that were like zingers i think <laughs> like the hey guy yeah, push him out the window. they could have done some i don't know some payback type of well, what could so you say? wanted some kind of Billy, um, like last line, yeah, that, like, a like last Samuel line, Jackson like... would yell out at the end yeah. of the movie, or yeah, okay. what would they call say? me back, yes, <laughs> <laughs> something. I know Line's they... dead. I'm fourteen. <laughs> My name is Lisa. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Why wouldn't you believe me? <laughs> she should. She should have leaned out the window and taken a Polaroid of her to put in her book. <laughs> And that was the origin story. Or she turns of her. the page and there's a bunch of other dead guy Polaroids. Yes. <laughs> and she just She's like, next on that her mom's like, Lisa, so why would you do this again to me? <laughs> that would have made said, the movie so great. That movie would be so this is why great. this is why I've been telling you you can't date. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to protect our community. I thought your dad was gonna be the last one. <laughs> I've seen the way you've been looking at Wendy's dad. <laughs> this is yeah, she's known, as, she's known as the hey guy killer. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of stuff we come up during the movie. Usually not, can, you not imagine, no, can you imagine though? It's like, here's the plot. I'm going to make it up right now. It's like the ring, you know, where they pass around the, the, the VHS tape. But this one, it's just a cassette tape of a recording her going, hey guy. <laughs> How you doing? And you listen to that, and seven days later, you're murdered by a 14 year old girl. (laughs) 
That's yes. the sequel. Yes. Yep. Were there any rumblings of doing a sequel on this movie? Uh, I did mention that there was Lisa two and Lisa three during the during the, yeah. the movie, and most of you guys bought it. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, they pulled the movie after one, you know just a weekend. It wasn't even a full week, Gosh. and um, it did come out on VHS. I don't. I don't really know what the budget was. I tried to find any sources that had a budget for this movie, but it made four point one million. I yeah. I gotta think that. I'm thinking like Listen, a couple they hundred it, thousand. They probably made some money on this yeah, movie. Probably, honestly. With well, VHS you did say in one of your notes they made a ton of money for. <laughs> so your last line of like MGM eventually declined and put it straight to video on HBO, where they made a substantial amount oh, of money. Yeah. So yeah. Like, hmm. but no one's ever heard of this movie. No. I mean, this is really, you got to look yeah. to know about it. You got to be, you got to be someone like me yeah. that, that's lived it. Yeah, that's I right. I really live it, but I, you know. You're so such a small. Experienced I experienced it, it in the theater. Yeah. There's prob. I mean, so they did what? Four million mm-hmm. tickets were what? Probably four bucks at the time. Yep. yep. There's probably a million people who have ever seen this movie. In one weekend. In yeah. a couple of days. Yeah. So in only 200 markets. It's my claim to fame. 200 screens. I, I mean, really we should get you a shirt. Like, like, there should be a shirt made. I saw made. Lisa like, in the I theater. I saw Lisa in the <laughs> theater. In my day. Yeah. I watched. And saw it's, Lisa it's like in the, the I liked this band before they were before they were big. Yeah. I saw Lisa in, in the theater. You, yeah. just, you just have a button that just says, hey guy. And you just wait for people to come up to you like, Hey guy, and you're like, you're one. You know, you know, you know. You were there. Oh, you're a Elysian. Oh, man. I hope people don't start calling me and saying that on the phone. Do you want Bracken's number? It is. So his, we... his license plate is A42GLA. So we're going to all change his name on our phone to Hey Guy. With a picture of Lisa. Uh, I, I also Stacey only. Keenan. I only yeah. realized like Muse. Her name was Lisa. The was it was it? a Mona Lisa mm-hmm. restaurant. I think you're giving right? too much did credit. That, did that play into I, it I at saw all? The, I saw the connection there, and I was not sure if it was intentional or yeah, if it was just. Not. It might have just been somebody who's I like, fancy. "Hey, it's called Lisa. Let's just call it. Let's do the Mona Lisa." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. it was one of Gary Sherman's friends' restaurant, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there, but coincidence or or not. So, uh, do you guys want to talk final thoughts, or is there anything else you want to talk about this movie? I'll give my final thoughts. Okay, so we're going to talk about whether this was a guilty... Do you think Mm -hmm. I I should be guilty, Mm -hmm. and was this a pleasure? We'll just go answer those two questions. Yeah, so definitely you should feel guilty. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I do. Because... I do think that it was a pleasure uh, with you all, especially like I, I can't imagine that I would get much enjoyment of watching this on my own. Uh, but watching it with a group of people with the right mindset, uh, it's it's very fun. Yeah. I mean, it is. There's a lot there to just laugh at. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not supposed to be comedy, but this really feels like one of those. It was an earnest movie. They were trying to make a mm-hmm. real thriller. And it was just craziness that, that how could they make this and not realize that uh, Lisa is such a scary individual? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yes on guilty, yes on pleasure. So okay. well done. Yes on exceptionally bad. Yeah, so. I I would call this exceptionally bad. I feel like Lisa would be on an episode of Doctor Phil. 
And it's like, my daughter stalks older men and calls them repeatedly, and I almost got murdered. Like, that's the title of that episode. And there's like six girls sitting there that match this for some reason. Um, but I totally agree with everything you said, Ben. It, it was absurd. Like, I mean, it, it hits all the sweet spots of our, of our favorite movies, right? right? It is earnest yep. and just failed on every everything. account. Um, it's got a ton of one-liners that we can use. Yes. Like, I'm going to be saying, hey, guy. Yeah. Like, that's how I'm starting every single text <laughs> to you guys now is, hey, guy. Oh, no. <laughs> um, just weird characters, weird motivations, and, like, I would say crazy turns. Like, I said this, like, crazy turns in the fact that, nope, that's straight as an arrow, and I every off-ramp I thought we were going to take, we, we just sailed on by. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I... I I guess you absolutely should be guilty. Um, I don't know why you watched this more than once um, <laughs> after seeing it alone. Um, I get I get watching it in a group because mm-hmm. that's fun. Um, so I, I would say watch it at least once with some friends. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Nate? Uh, so <clears throat> I would say maybe what more belong on Jerry Springer. Oh, oh, good yeah. call. Then good call. Dr. Phil, or R.I.P. Maury Povich? R.I.P. Yeah. Jerry. He, he died somewhat recently. Um, yeah, and you have Lisa and Liesel and Lisa Ann. <laughs> <laughs> Liza. Uh, so, uh, yes. I'd say yes on the guilty. I would say this movie hit us like right where we live. This movie is, ex- mm-hmm. is exceptionally bad. Yeah. It is like almost textbook definition. Uh, it's got like after school special level production value. Yes, yes, definitely. yes, yes. It, it just totally was does. missing the more you know star at the yeah. end of it. <laughs> yeah, it's got some heavy stuff they throw in randomly towards the end, which is what gets her phone taken away. Right when you find out her mom got pregnant and got abandoned, and then her parents kicked <laughs> yeah, her out. Yeah. Some and dark. And she's like, no. just because your parents kicked you out after you got teen pregnant doesn't mean that's going to happen to me. Like, it was very, like... Yeah. Out of the blue. <laughs> very, very afternoon special. <laughs> after school special or made for TV uh, on a very special episode of Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's yeah. 10 o'clock. Do you know where your daughter is? <laughs> Do you know who your daughter's calling? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, absolutely. I am... Very grateful that you brought this movie because I have never heard of it. I don't know that I ever would have seen it otherwise. Mm-hmm. But to watch it in this kind of setting, it was it was fantastic. Yes. It. Uh, yeah. So definitely, definitely guilty as charged. Um, it, it, it was a pleasure to watch. It was blast. And, and it, hey, it, it, I've I've set the bar. It's definitely it, and it's, yeah. and I like that it's exceptionally bad. It like yep. it fits our regular mm-hmm. theme. Yep. So. I appreciate all your feedback. I was a little nervous that you guys might be bored with this and just laughing at me the whole time. <laughs> but you weren't just laughing laugh at me. At there was you. some laughter at me, but <laughs> there was some laughter at the movie. I just want to stay for the record. I do think the acting was pretty good in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that some of the dialogue was pretty good. There was a few lines that the dialogue was, eh, but for a lot of the movies that we've seen, I'm just in a, that's just my stance. Yeah. I thought a lot of the dialogue was pretty realistic and pretty believable. Mm-hmm. Especially um, the mom. Yeah, the, yeah, mom, the mom interaction. I thought that was the core <laughs> of the movie. Um, anyway, love it. I highly recommend it. Uh, I 
do love this movie. I do take great pleasure in this movie, <laughs> and I do feel great guilt about it. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Danny, do you have anything that you want to add? Not really, but if my girls are listening to this episode, get ready for the Lisa Required viewing. Yeah. Required so, viewing. I really don't know how long it'll be on Amazon Prime because it's such a lesser-known movie. Maybe it'll be there for quite some time. Yeah. But it, it hasn't... It's been hard to find sometimes i'll just put it that way so maybe that's why i haven't seen it that many yeah. times <laughs> but yeah anyway uh thanks for listening to our next episode we'll continue on with our guilt our guilty pleasure season and uh how do we uh how do you reach us or give us feedback on this episode you can give us uh you can email us at the guys at exceptionallybad.com how about instagram at exceptionallybad.com Sorry, can, at exceptionally bad. You can hit our <laughs> website, exceptionallybad.com. <laughs> or Twitter, exceptionally bad with an X at the beginning. Thank you. Hey, guy, did I wake you up? Bad movies with your friends. Bad movies with your friends. Oh. Ugh, that was terrible. Can we fix that in post?